If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we share time-tested strategies to turn your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. Ready to up-level your business and your life? Then you will love listening in on the lively conversations Ursula has with her clients and guests as they share exactly what they did to grow and scale their business exponentially. Plus, you will discover how to experience more freedom, joy, and peace in your business and your life right now. If turning your annual income into your monthly income is your next step, then join us at the next 2X Intensive. Go to UrsulaInc.co slash apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we turn your annual income into your monthly income. And I'm super excited because I have a very special guest back today. And you can go back and listen to his podcast. It was a couple of years ago. So I have the incredible Michael Lozier. Did I say that right? Excellent. I practiced for five minutes. No, I practiced like 10 seconds before this. Michael Lozier is with us here today. Michael, welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion. Hello, Ursula. I'm pretty excited to be here because I know what you're teaching and talking and teaching people uh, is really about how you can create more and you can do it if you have the right vibe. So I think we're going to go there today. We're going to yeah. find out what is the vibe I need to be sending. So when I'm sending it, Law of Attraction is responding to it. Well, We'll find that out today. I know like this is going to be one of those podcasts that our clients listen to, our listeners listen to over and over again. So I'm super excited about that. So before we dive in for our listeners all over the world, thanks for showing up and hanging out with us. We love you. And if you haven't yet, you can go to UrsulaInc.co and you can download the masterclass quantum revenue expansion that pairs nicely with the podcast. It's free. Grab that gift. If you haven't yet, we really want to bless you with that. So with that, we're going to dive in. Okay. I read Michael, Michael, I read your book four years ago. I know I'm right. I'm right here. I know. I know. But I'm just like thinking, I'm like, when did we, it's been a while. And then I read all your books and then I found your website. And then I said, I need to have a session with you. And, you know, since then I've had many sessions and I, I was like, I had a lot of sessions, I think before the pandemic and then kind of inside of that. And then the last, um, this last year, it's been really fun just because the world, the world keeps shifting. And as a coach and as a leader, uh, you know, as we share with our clients, it's just so important for me to be doing the work. Right. And for all of us to have a team. So when I work with great people, I always bring them to the show. So Michael's back 
And let me, I, I, let me properly introduce you so everyone knows why I get a little giddy when I have Michael on the show. He is known as the how-to guy for teaching law of attraction, is a best-selling author of three books. You can see the pictures behind him, law of attraction, law of connection, and your life's purpose. Get this, law of attraction has four, you've sold 4 million copies in 37 languages. Michael caught the attention of, you know, Oprah Winfrey. Woo, look at that. Yes. Who interviewed him four times on her soul series radio show on Sirius XM. Oprah invited him to have his own show, her Oprah and friends radio. He lives in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia on Canada's West coast. Hello up there, over there, I should say. So Tell us your story first. Like what brought you to this work? What brought you to this place of like, I mean, anyway, I'm just going to start there because I have other questions about Oprah that I want to ask you. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it, you know, I wish I had a real dramatic story to tell you. I don't, you know, when I grew up, I had an older brother and an older sister. So I kind of hung out by myself. So in doing that, I was also a fat kid. So I used to be bullied a lot. And, and I was also a good Catholic boy. And, you know, it's like, I was so well behaved. I was my mother's favorite, but I still got bullied. I never understood it. And I remember going to school thinking, oh, I don't want to get bullied. And guess what? I got bullied. And every time that I said I didn't want to get bullied or nervous about being bullied, even if I wasn't bullied for a while, I said, I hope I get bullied. And I said, I don't get it. How could positive people like me, I mean, I've got the freaking t-shirt on. How can people like me attract negative things? That's not very fair. And of course, I was brought up that, you know, you, um, you know, it's, is it a lesson or, you know, you're a negative person and I didn't get it. So. So I kind of hit out on my own, you know, I, you know, I played on my own and, you know, I didn't associate with a lot of people and that's still my style today. So, um, but then I got to see the relationship between when I thought something different. I remember starting high school, I thought I'm going to come up with a new vibe. Nobody knows I was bullied before. So, and I came in with a new vibe and you know what, it was working. Right. And then the odd time when I thought, Oh, I hope I don't get bullied. I'd be bullied. And I was, Anyway, I saw the I saw the relationship, but I didn't get it and understand it. So when I tried to teach people about being positive thinkers, they say, "Well, why do I track negative things?" And I had no answer. I couldn't <laughs> figure that out. Like you know, and I always say, "How could a good kid like me, my mother's favorite altar boy, attract negative things?" Hey, there's something not working. So as I'm growing up and I'm being protective about who I'm around and who I'm talking to, I'm having a good life and I'm being, and then I start to attract people that want to that are saying, oh, I like how you worded that. You're so positive, you know? So, and then I was working for the government at the time. And I remember having a closed door office and people coming in my government office and they'd be complaining about stuff. And I would say, so let's reset. What do you want instead? And they'd leave my office feeling so good because I helped them change their thoughts and change their words. Fast track many years though. So I went to see a speaker in Victoria. I'm still working for the government. And I was, he was like a motivational speaker and I live on an island. So we don't get a lot of people. I was pretty excited to go see him. And uh, I said, hey, do you want me to show you around Victoria? It's uh, Canada's number two tourist destination. So definitely it's worth, it's a walking city, right? So, so I said, I'd love to do what you do. And, and he's, cause I was a trainer for the government. That means I was in front of the stage but talking about computers and spreadsheets, right? But at least I had the front of the room, you know, uh, ability to speak to front of a crowd. And I remember, uh, meanwhile, I'm having a weekly or every two weeks, a law of attraction meeting in my living room with 44 people bringing bench, uh, cushions and chairs. 
So I'm meeting them every two weeks and I've got a binder this thick of all their thank you notes. And I love when you said this and I love when you said that. And people would draw pictures of things that I was talking about in my analogies. And I'm thinking, wow, that looks just like, I remember someone drew this. Well, so that looks exactly what I like when I'm describing the vibrational bubble. So I get a thick binder and now I've taken these people and I'm putting together like a course, you know, let's do this first and this first. And I developed all the processes back to the speaker. He said, well, he goes, it's a great industry. And he said the most important thing that I'll never forget. He said this to me, if you had a book, you could speak anywhere. Huh? Don't go to tell me twice. <laughs> So I thought, I don't have a book. I'm a government employee. And then on the way home, it says, you got an eight inch binder. So I took the eight inch binder and I took two years. Thank the government because I self-published my book and I published it, everything, everything that I learned how to do with the government using publisher and workshops and all that other stuff. So I took the eight inch binder and I made it into a 144 page book. That's an odd number. But before I printed my book, because I live in Gilligan's Island, I didn't want to have to spend too much for shipping. So I went to the post office and I said, how, how thick can a book be before it doesn't fit into the mail slot? And they said, they gave it to me in centimeters. And I went to the bookstore, you know how thick a book can be? This thick, 144 pages. Wow. So I, I built the book to fit inside the mail slot. Meanwhile, I'm doing teleclasses, almost like clubhouse style, audio style years ago. And I'm, I'm getting to be a guest on direct sales, network marketing calls. And and I had one web page. This is before people really had webs. One web page. It had the book cover. Book's not even done yet. Very first thing I did. And then a little, let me know if you want to be notified. And guess what? I would get off these phone calls and I'd have 50 and 60, sometimes 100 emails. So I committed and I had a, a blank. I'm still working for the government. I had a blank credit card with zero money on it. And I committed to printing 5,000 books at a, a local a Canadian printer. And they called and they said, uh, I had given the deposit, said, we're going to arrive on Wednesday and it's, ca you know, on cash on delivery or pay. I said, okay, I can do that. So on Sunday night, I sent an email out to everybody that said, let me know when it's published. And overnight, I had 2,500 emails and I sold every book within two days. And then, so then, now I've sold 5,000 books. I have a book stuffing party at my house, sign it, stuff it, lick the envelope, put it away. You know, it was a big, it was a big production. And then it went dead quiet because everybody that knew I had a book had a book. Right. Until they got it in the mail. Mm. And they were writing back and said, do you have a 10 pack? And I said, 10 pack? I wrote <laughs> the book. I wrote the book so I can be a speaker next. No, there was no next. Now I'm in the book business. Now people are wanting 10 packs and some of these big uh, direct sales companies, how many books are in a box? What's the wholesale? I said, wholesale? I, I, I didn't know anything. I didn't want to be in the book business. I wanted to be a writer. Make a long story short, I self-published in 2003. I sold the rights to it in 2006 to my New York publisher. And since then we sold 4,000 copies in 37 languages. And as you know, uh, I was interviewed by Oprah four times and this is this were all the hosts. Look at, one of these people don't belong with the other. I mean, I live on Gilligan's Island. Look at me. I mean, I'm not even making fun of myself. Wait, hold that up again. I don't I'm not even that. making fun of myself. Who am I compared to, look at the people. Maya Angelou, Gail King, Oprah, um, Nate Berkus, the Peets, Dr. Oz, and Michael Loshi from Gilligan's Island. Are you kidding me? It was a lot. I love it. 
Okay, you said 4,000 copies, but you meant 4 million. You 4 said, million, yes. Yeah. 4 million copies, 37 yeah, languages. Yeah. yeah, and then you are then you got a call. So wait, okay, I want to take a step back because I'm always curious about people's manifestation process. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing, here's the law of attraction. We know how it works. Did you intend to be on, oh, like be interviewed by Oprah? Was that ever on your radar? Well, not really because I didn't want to sit on the couch. I was too fat in my head to sit on oh the my couch. Gosh, oh no, I'm, listen, I'm being vulnerable. Wow. I didn't want to sit on her couch. So I thought, you know, I just wanted to help spread the word. And I remember, I'm going to show you this guy. He's from my book. It's not me, by the way, it's too thin, but this is the vibrational bubble. And law of attraction is always eavesdropping. And that's why in your quantum program, you're always talking about dream big and have goals and stay focused, all of that. And law of attraction doesn't know where the vibration is coming from. It's matching it. Four years in Victoria, I would say this to my audience. Say yes if Oprah's going to love me. And they say yes. And at that time, it was Dr. Phil Tuesdays. And I would say, hey, say yes if Michael Monday sounds good. Yes. So I would probably bring up Oprah's name two or three times and talk about And it was never, oh, I can't wait to be interviewed. I thought about a spot on her magazine. And I, that would be a nice little monthly contribution. But I, but I didn't really give it attention. It was just her and me and having a conversation and isn't she going to like my message and so on so and you know in my entire career I never solicited work I never pitched anything we never sent media releases anything I'm, I'm really not a good business person that way you know I run a small business it's, it was me and my sister and I, we traveled the world I loved all of that and that was the level that I liked and enjoyed uh, but boy when Oprah came on board and then I got a call my sister who was my assistant called me and she, and she said guess who called and I said, oh, she said, well, I got a call from a producer at Oprah's office. And they, the week before, they had the people from The Secret on, like, in a, a panel. Yes. My I personal opinion, I will stand beside it. 2000, I think, maybe earlier, mm -hmm. maybe 2007 or six or nine or okay. something. It was after The Secret came out, right? So I will own my opinion about it. It was a disaster. There was four of them sitting on stools, and they were kind of contradicting each other, or they were trying to sell their own program. Honestly, and I'm not saying because I wasn't there, I didn't want to imagine me sitting on a stool. No, I mean, that that would have been a, a definite no-no. But uh, the next day, there was all kinds of flack online. And Oprah took a risk putting this on, you know, on TV. Not now, but back then it was. And, right, it was a big deal. And then, yeah. yeah, then Rhonda Byrne, I will say, because it's recorded, so you just have to think about something once and you can attract it. And of course, all the things blew up and everybody said, this is quackery and quackery. So Monday morning... My sister gets a call and says, hey, we're researching, or she was the producer, we're researching the, the how-to for law of attraction. And everybody we talked to says, check with Michael Loge. And who is he? Like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't one of the seven, right? It's like, who's Michael Loge? So they said, can you send me a book ASAP? Okay. So my sister sent a book from where she lived to Chicago, same day. And the next day, she gets another call saying, hey, I'm a producer at the Oprah Winfrey Show. We're doing some research here about law of attraction and everybody keeps saying you're the guy to talk to. Um, can you send us a book? And Diane said, yeah, uh, okay. I'm not even kidding you. Three phone calls from three producers. Uh, so this is my own judgment. I don't know that this has happened. I'm imagining somebody, you know who, peeked their head inside the door and said, somebody fix this. Mm. Yeah. You know? just put the fire out and they were looking for the experts. And uh, so I was, uh, so then 
they got three of my books and then they ended up buying a box of them. And then, um, then there was somebody in, in the office, you know, I never talked to Oprah directly. There's all through the people. And then I got a call from uh, Harpo Studios, you know, the director or the right person there that said, uh, Oprah wants you to submit um, uh, a sample of your show. And I remember I said I was on Voice America. So mm -hmm. I pulled all my peeps together and we staged a show on purpose. And then right away, they called back and said, boy, you're ready. Everybody else, with all due respect, and they said that publicly to me, none of these people were radio show hosts, right? They were doctors and, you know, they were all different people. So I came in and I was all polished. So, um, oh, that's sorry, I stepped up. So Oprah said she wanted to interview me. So I had to go to Vancouver because it had to be a satellite radio station. And uh, I arrived in Vancouver. It was a big stir in the, in the radio station, right? It was CBC Radio Canada. So a lot of people were there and, you know, Oprah's and... So me, my friend Sandy, my assistant at the time from Vancouver, she and her, we came in, we get in the room and it was March, so it was a little cold. So I took my jacket off and anything. We had a, a visit and I put the headset on and then I heard the jingle music and there's no pre-talk or anything, right? It's like, um, and um, today, hey, hey, and then Oprah told a little story about law of attraction and introduced me and I nailed it. I nailed everything. I was sound bites, you know, I know how to do yeah. sound bites because I've had radio shows and I'm a trainer. I knew the nugget, I knew the sound, bite. but when Oprah picked up my book and she went to the section in my book that she said, I love your writing style because at the end of my chapters, I always say in this chapter, you should have learned these 10 things. She said, I love that. So anyway, the interview was done, it was pretty exciting and Again, I got my knapsack or my jacket. I zipped it up. I put my knapsack on. I buckled it all up. I put a little hat on and Sandy and I get ready to go. And the producer taps on the glass and he said, it's Oprah. And I said, oh, she's coming back to thank me, right? So remember, I'm fully dressed. I put the headphones or whatever it's, yeah, headphones, earphones over my hat with my knapsack on, with my jacket zipped up. And here it's, I hear, you know what I hear? The jingle music. And Oprah says, we loved him so much last week, we brought him back for a second interview. <laughs> so, you know, when a job description says other related duties, Sandy, my assistant, other related duties, <laughs> she is wiping sweat. I mean, <laughs> I can't take anything off. It's all you imagine. I'm buckling. Oprah, can you hold? Yeah, Oprah doesn't hold. You hold. So Sandy's wiping my sweat. So I did the first two interviews and next, a couple of days later, I go to, uh, I'm in Australia for 28 days and my sister calls me again and said, uh, they really like your interviews and Oprah wants to interview you again. And so it was 3.30 in the morning, Australia time. So the radio station opened up, staff came in because Oprah was going to be in the house, right? It was a big deal. And I had my team there. So we all get up and we went to the radio station. Uh, the only thing that Oprah asked me before the interview, she came on and she said, just real quick, she said, do you want to know the questions that, because, oh, she asked if I would do live call-ins, if I would oh, do yeah. live call-ins. And, you know, I'm, you know I've, been, I've been training for 21 years. So it's not a question I can't answer, right? So I said, yeah, she said, do you want to know the questions in advance? And I said, no, let's do it. So she was quite impressed. So we did 25 minutes, 30 minutes of Q&A. And when we were done, and uh, we're all done. And the producer taps on the glass and he said, it's Oprah. And Oprah said, he did such a good job last week taking fresh calls. We're bringing him back again this week. So I was scheduled for a 25 minute interview. I ended up having four in total. And not only was I on Michael Mondays on Oprah radio, 
I was Michael Monday, Tuesday. I was on every day of the week for a month, at least four times a day. Holy cow. Yeah, four times a day. I remember a friend um, getting off an airplane said, dude, I just heard you on the Oprah radio show on the airplane. Like his XM radio was a big deal at one time, right? It was kind of like the only source. So there you go. And what did I do to create all that? Well, I didn't say what the goal was other than I'd love to have a conversation and help me help her uh, explain law of attraction, get it out to the world. I think if I, well, as soon as I think about being on a stool or on a, a low couch, my negative vibe comes up, right? So law yeah. of attraction isn't responding to the picture of me being on the couch. It's responding to how I feel about being on the couch. So for me, it was all, excuse me, for me, it was always a conversation, a conversation. And, and there's still this book that I haven't talked to her about. You know, this is a buzzy subject. You know, this, I wrote this in 2009, teaching people how to be fulfilled and live their life's purpose and have that be okay. So um, so I'm still available. I'm still available to have a conversation with that with her. So you're so so everyone who's getting this right listening. I want to make sure everyone's getting. It. So your process is really saying it out loud. Well, law of attraction doesn't know that I'm saying it out loud, or that okay. whether I'm daydreaming, or whether I'm making a macaroni collage, or whether I'm praying or telling ten friends. This is the most important. If you're taking notes, it. stop the car, stop the car, and write this down. This is us. Law of attraction is responding to how I feel about blank, how I feel about what I'm watching, yeah. what I'm reading, what I'm talking about, what I'm listening to, what I'm smelling, what I'm eating, what I'm remembering. And the two word job description. And the reason why that it's so important that we mind our vibration. In other words, that we're careful about what's in our vibe and our vibe comes from, if I'm talking something negative, that's my vibe. If I'm going over my client's report and thinking, wow, these clients are freaking awesome. Look at all the great results. That's the vibration that I'm sending. And with all due respect, law of attraction isn't very smart. It's obedient. And matter of fact, the two word job description for law of attraction is match vibrations, whether it's positive or negative. So all of us, as you're talking about your sales and getting your quantum sales and attracting ideal customers and clients, law of attraction, you've got to place that order. So what you're going to say, well, what is my ideal VIP client, right? First, I got to identify my VIP client, they're this and they're this and they're this and they're this. And as you're building the list and getting clarity, law of attraction is eavesdropping on your vibration when it's including it. Mm -hmm. And that to say, you can only attract something if you include the vibration of it. Law of attraction is checking right now and right now and right now. This is for everybody. What is law of attraction finding in your vibration? Mm. Well, I can tell you from here. If you're curious and you want to know what the vibration is that you're sending about clients, for example, open your client file folder. It's a perfect match. You want to know the vibration you're sending about money? Open your wallet. It's a perfect match. You want to know the vibration you're sending about anything? Take a look and see what you're getting. It's a perfect match. But our most important ability is that we have the ability to change our vibe. And when our vibe changes, our results change. What a powerful gift that is. I can change what I'm getting when I change my vibe. And how do I change my vibe? Well, I got to change my vibe. I got to change what I'm giving attention to. Everything's included. If I'm complaining, it's included. If I'm worrying, it's in complete included. 
If I'm talking about what I don't want, it's included. Oh, I don't want this to happen. I just included it. Go to Google and type in no football. You think you're going to get hockey? You're in for a surprise. Go type in no pink elephant. There won't be a blue one on the page. Google takes away the words don't, not, knows, and brings you what you didn't want. So when I complain about what I don't want, it gets included. When I talk about what I don't want, it gets included. When I observe what I don't, law of attraction doesn't know where the vibration's coming from because it's not very smart, but it is obedient. And the best gift that we all have is the ability to reset our vibration. What a gift that is. Yeah. So if you're feeling good about a new client that you just signed on or a big sale or a big check, stay in the vibration of it. Like, what does that mean? Well, talk about it. Tell 10 friends about it. Get excited about it. The only way to attract anything is to send the vibration of it. So the only way to attract your ideal client is send the vibration of the ideal client. Maybe you wanted 10, but you got one. Celebrate the one that you have. You see, with goal setting, we're always keeping score that we're not there yet. But with law of attraction, we celebrate the first one. Oh, I got my first one out of 10 clients today. They were this and this and this and this and this. And in my acknowledgement, which is just a way to celebrate, not everybody celebrates. Celebrates very kinesthetic. Some people say, I'm not a celebrator, but I like to build a list. Well, that's your way. Law of attraction doesn't know how it's getting included because it's not smart. It's just responding to it. So if you're a macaroni collage maker, make a macaroni collage. If you're a dream board maker, make a dream board. If you're a visualizer, you don't have to do any of those things. However, if they help you include the vibration of it, then do it. And if it doesn't, then don't. I'm just letting everyone who's listening <laughs> take a moment. With That was a lot, Michael. It was a lot because <laughs> I think this is where... I think this is where people can get frustrated. And I do want to talk about the other, the other work you do and how you help people with negative emotions, because I, you know, it's like, and, and I'm sure you've heard this as well, or someone will be working on a goal and they'll say it, it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. And then they're fixated on it. Just didn't happen. Then they give up on that goal Yeah. and there's a negative emotion around it, or there might be negative emotions from childhood about money or other things, right? Or you were sharing your story about being bullied. So Tell us a little bit. I know you have one major tool in your toolbox that you use with a lot of clients. I've had the opportunity to work with you on it. Can you tell us about that and how you help maybe show us the faucet, right? That example you use and how that yeah. helps clear out those negative emotions. Yes. Well, you know, the challenge with uh, for money, for example, is that it doesn't have a positive vibe. The law of attraction, when you say, I want more money, it's for most people, the vibration is not positive, right? The vibration is, oh, I don't have enough and I'm not where all the BS that goes on with money. So the speed at which you'll attract more money, more clients, the speed at which you attract that isn't determined by how much you want it. If that was the case, we'd have everything we ever built a collage or a dream board. If the only thing you had to do was build a collage or a dream board, what's another thing they call it? Things like that. Vision board, vision board. Vision, yeah, vision board. That's not, if that's all I had to do, I'd have everything already. Right. The speed at which you can attract what's on your dream board isn't determined by how much you want it. It's determined by how much negative vibration you have in receiving it. Cue the faucet. Okay, here's the faucet. Oh, by the way, after 20 years, my publisher reached out and said, we'd like to update your book. They're re-releasing my book in 20, this year, in a couple what? months. I know they're re-releasing it. 
airports and everything again. So we they they said at first we're going to change the cover and everything. I kind of resisted. I said, you know what, Michael, just let it go. Just let it go. And they came back and said, you know what, we're not going to change the cover. <laughs> of course they did. But they and then then my agent called and said, uh, how do you feel about updating the book? And I said, well, I really like it. It's a classic. And she said, if you update the English version, we can resubmit it to 37 other countries for repurchase. And you know what I said? <laughs> get out your calendar. When do we get started? <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not going to let my publisher here, but you know, I, I wrote my book 20 years ago. Do you suppose I came up with new things and new stories? Yeah. Yeah. This is one of them and it's brilliant. So this is in the new book when in the allowing section, because this is what, this is what's stopping us from receiving. So let's take a look at this model behind this. We can assume there's lots of water tanks, hoses, reservoirs. We, we just assume. So in this model, Look how much water we're allowing. There's a lot more available. Yeah. What if this was money? Look how much money you're allowing, but there's a lot of money available. The speed at which you'll attract more money isn't determined by how much money is available or how much you want it. It's determined by how much resistance, which is this red negative symbol, which is the handle, which is tightening up your allowing. So to receive more, you don't have to wish and want. You have to remove the negative things that are causing this to be tightened. Now, when you're, when you're with your, your team and you're building goals, you're talking about how to do this and you're including it, guess what? Loosen, 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 right? When you eliminate the words don't, not, and no, here I have negative vibes, you know, doubt. When you reduce the word don't, not, and no by saying, so what do I want? In other words, when you reduce the words don't, not, and no, you reduce negative attraction. And when you do reduce negative attraction, your valves open up. So just by watching your language is part of the loosening up. And when this, when the when the reduction, sorry, when the resistance gets reduced, then I allow more. Are you ready to finally let go of the limiting beliefs and blocks that are holding you back in your life, career, business, or relationships? I'm so excited to introduce you to Anna Larai of Sparkles of Love. Anna Larai is a life change agent who assists clients in remembering their own magnificence by bringing through the newest and highest energies, processes, and activation for you. Take the next step by downloading a free clearing meditation at sparklesoflove.love. I just want to show you something else because yeah. uh, so I sent this to my graphic person and I said, please figure this out for me. Uh, and they did. So here's the resistance levels. They go from 10, which is no resistance to hundred. So let's just say uh, here's in house. Here's how fast I can manifest. So look what happens when I have zero like real low resistance. Look at the manifestation. It'll knock your socks off how fast you'll have it. But people that have lots of resistance, boy, all this, look, look at the speed of manifestation. It goes down to 20. So how fast you receive things is equal to how tight the handle is. Okay, wait, and, I have a question about that. Can I ask you yeah. a question? Okay, so yeah. hold that. Can you hold that up again? That's super brilliant. I don't know how you downloaded that from your super brain, but that's amazing. You know what, you know what, you know what I do most of, you know when a lot of this happens? It was in airplanes. I, 
What is that? I write I don't know. I took all my book writing on airplanes. I, I just have bring to go 30,000 feet in the air to write. Yes. Listen, I bring a pad of paper and I'm just brilliantly flow stuff. Everything, even the vibe reset button that's 20. That was birthed on a flight from Victoria to Malaysia. Here we go. I don't know what that well, that's a whole other call. Okay. Um, so okay. So so okay, on that note, then you how do we loosen up the resistance? Because people are looking at that going, that's awesome. I want to get from, you know, exactly. I oh, you know what? And I love that because I hear a lot of people, you know, uh, I'm going to sound like I'm gossiping. You know, when they say, you know, be a positive thinker, think more positive, think. And everyone in the audience says, well, how do I do that? I don't know. Just be more positive. Well, you know what? Right. I'm going to tell you how to do that. Great. You know, the best way to become more positive, I'm going to show you another, my, my other little favorite. This is the vibrational meter reader. This is negative vibes, you know, when you're there and this is positive vibe, that's me putting the dial just like a thermostat. So you're thinking, what's a vibrational meter reader? Well, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's metering and reading your vibrations. What's my vibrations? It's just my vibes. You mean it's measuring my vibe? What's my vibes that you're feeling? This is a feeling meter. So how do you know when you're high in the dial? You can tell by how you feel. How do you know when you're low in the dial? You can tell by how you feel. How do you know when someone else's dial is lower than yours? you can tell by how much resistance you have when you're with them. So, uh, so the best way to, be, to become and get more positive is to become less negative. So if we were to measure the vibration, said, oh, wow, you know what? My vibes are like on a 30 and they're negative. They can tell. So I don't have to get people to be, I don't tell people to be more positive. I tell people to be less negative. It's a math equation. So if you can eliminate this negative experience in your life, which could be a relationship or your job, and now you're not having that negative attraction. So when you reduce negative vibration, it increases positive vibration. And at any time, we can lower this dial because, you know, somebody, one of our negative friends might call and we see their name on the phone. See that. And yeah, yeah. Even before we pick it up, we go, oh, hello. And in the past, I don't say it, we say, Wow, she brings me down. And I would say, no, no, you lowered your vibration to match his or hers. Mm. So we, you know what? We got to be selfish. We got to be selfish about our vibration. Thinking, no, nope, I'm going to lock it in. You know, my friends know these two things. If you want to call and complain to something, dial 1-800-COMPLAIN somewhere else. And if they do have a complaint, they can spend one minute. And then we're going to spend four minutes to reset your vibe, period. That's my boundaries. Wow. It's a vibrational boundaries. And they know that because so, after one minute, they're just repeating the same story from another point of view and another point of view. It's like, no. And then some of my friends, they'll say this. Oh, sorry, dude. I haven't been around. My vibe's been off. I said, well, you're welcome. And what a great time to connect with me. Right. Next time, you know, I can help you reset your vibration. Just connect with me. So here's people's homeworks between now and the rest of their life. Okay. If you want to increase your, um, I'm looking for one of my cards. Here's the number one reason why you're attracting negative things right here. It's because you're using the word don't, not, and no. So we're going to play a little game. Or what am I giving attention to when I say, don't hesitate to contact me? What did Please I include? hesitate to contact me. <laughs> yeah, but what what am I giving attention to? The keyword. Please don't. Please uh, do not hesitate to contact me. What am I giving do attention not. to? Do not. Well, I'm saying Locking that, but I'm, yeah, I'm giving atten attention to hesitation. Yes. 
Yeah. You will not be disappointed. What did I give attention oh, to? I got you. Disappointment. Yeah. yeah. This is not a scam. Scam. You're not fat. Fat. Don't be embarrassed. Embarrassed. Yeah. And it was don't be embarrassed. It's like, well, I wasn't until you brought it up. <laughs> I don't want my clients to cancel. I don't want to be rejected. I don't yeah, want this so to be rejection. difficult. Every yeah. time. Now, you're not even sure you're still listening, but here's how you reset it. Every time you use the word don't, not, and no, your next sentence should be, so what do I want? Let's practice. Don't hesitate to contact me. What do I want? Uh, contact me within the next couple of days. Doesn't it feel different? Yes. You see, when the words change, the vibration changes. Yes. Don't forget your homework. What do I want? Remember your homework. Don't forget the meeting tomorrow. What do I want? Remember the meeting tomorrow. Don't beat up your brother. What do I want? Play nice with your brother. Don't put your dirty clothes on the floor. What do I want? Put them in the hamper. I don't want my clients to cancel. What do I want? I want them to keep their appointment. Listen to this. Don't park here. Could say what? Park, park over there. Yeah. Don't use this door. Could say what? Use the back door. Or you, you know, to, to be, don't use this. What if it said, use this door? Thank you. Right. Every sentence in the whole wide world that has the word don't, not, and no can be reframed and relanguaged. Law of attraction isn't responding to the words don't, not, and no. It's responding to what you give attention to when you use the word don't, not, and no. But from now on, you cannot not hear my voice say, so what do you want? You see, when you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change. And when the words change, the vibration changes. And law of attraction is always responding to your vibration. Matter of fact, that the two word job description is match vibrations. And if you really want to burn the image, here it is. This is the definition for law of attraction. Say it when you see it, matches, period. Why is this happening to me? Picture matches. Why did I just get this problem? Matches. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying you had to have been setting the vibration that created it. And in most cases, it's about the words don't, not, and no. That's your homework. Okay. Matter of fact, these buttons would be really helpful. I have them in your office or in my office. I wrote them and designed them. Yes, I'd like to buttons? be reminded. Let's talk about how to get the buttons. Okay. So um, not the, in addition to being very helpful, you know, I have a certified law of attraction facilitator program. I trained 480 facilitators in 17 countries. This is a module. This is a module. This is a module. So even though they look like cute little buttons here, they're significant teaching points. And there's 10 of them. Uh, I didn't show all of them today. Yeah, there's the law of attraction matches vibration, the vibrational meter reader. So what do you want? Don't not to know. So upload them to your computer and then print them off as a photo, eight cents. I put it on a little board here because I touch them almost every day, but you don't yeah. need to. Your little photo trim if you want, put them on your bulletin board. What a reminder. What a, what a gift for a, a parent trying to teach their children. It's, I don't want that. I don't teach them at home. The family that vibrates together sticks together and stays together. So train your brain with these visuals. So uh, my website's michaelloge.com forward slash buttons. Uh, they're free. You download them. They're graphics. And, um, you know, they initially were buttons a long time ago. Here's the, here's the original button of all buttons, you oh, know, a little vibrant. Yeah, I remember I had 10,000 of these print, uh, made when I had gone to Malaysia, right? So I would go, I would go to big seminars and sometimes 
I'd go to big conference halls that where there'd be eight seminars going on, just almost like a clubhouse model, but unreal, right? Yeah. And I would always have a bag of these and people would come up to me, not even at my seminar, and they say, oh, Mr. Loge, someone said you have little buttons. So I never had to go meet anybody. Um, people were coming to me and I'd reach in my pocket and I'd give them a button, they'd put it on and they'd go tell their friends. I couldn't get to the washroom without 10 people stopping me. Say yes, if you love that. And these were people that weren't even at my seminar. They just knew I was the guy that was giving up. And this was a cool and groovy word 10 years ago. We right. weren't using the word vibrate that. Well, I was. Right, right. Oh my gosh. All right. So for our listeners, go to michaellogier.com forward slash buttons, get the buttons, print them out. Like Michael says, it doesn't cost you anything and it could and will make an impact when you use it. And then Michael, for someone who's out there, who's like, I'm really vibing with Michael. I love, I love what he's up to. Um, I might want to do some work with you or release some negative emotions. How can they find out more about how to do that? Okay. Uh, just real quickly in one minute, I also have this unique ability uh, to be able to identify an old and negative emotion that people have, you know, you know, that time when we were embarrassed about something we never told anybody, but that little thought keeps popping up. It's one of these emotions. There's one here, for example, called humiliation. And that humiliation is unprocessed. It means you never told anybody, you never cried, you never got ticked off. And it keeps popping its head up the same. Every time you, not you, every time that person feels that emotion, it's one emotion that comes up and it's like an unprocessed pimple. How about people that get angry? It's one emotion. How about people that get jealousy? It's one emotion. How about hatred or guilt? It's one emotion that's trying to process. It's coming up. Feel this, feel this, feel this. And if you don't process it or cry or whatever you're, you're stuck. But what I do is that I have a unique ability to connect with your subconscious mind, use muscle testing, find out which emotion it is, and then delete it for you on your behalf using a magnet because the magnet's the only thing that deletes the energy. I guarantee people will feel instant results during their first session because they cannot not. These emotions are a size of a baseball. So imagine finding out that, oh, you know, I'm using the word humiliation because when people find out about their money wall and their money heart wall, one of the reasons is most people are having this humil um, of humiliation. What does that mean? Maybe they were at the cash register and run out of money, or maybe they bounced a check or something and they were humiliated. Who do you tell that to? No one. Oh, I'm so humiliated. No, see, humiliation is one that we bury but it's part of the money vibe. So if we went to your subconscious mind and we pulled out every file, oh, here's the file folder on money. Oh, there's some old old baggage about that. Remember in 1978, I don't even know why I said that, but you were humiliated. And then probably in 1997, they're stopped, they're in the file folder. They're like little, you know, like they're, they're like little computer viruses in yeah. that folder. I have the ability to go to the folder called your money folder and delete all old unprocessed emotions. And when you do that, guess what? You've got a brand new vibe about money. And law of attraction doesn't remember what your vibe used to be because it's too busy unfolding and matching your new vibe. Yes. You know, I want to summarize everything that I taught today. It feels like a, a good okay. training seminar. And I get it. It's I talk fast. It's worth um, going back and listening to it, taking some notes. But I'm going to summarize everything you heard me say into five words. You know, when I went to Malaysia, I would do eight-hour seminars with two and 3,000 people. Imagine the excitement in that room. Wow. And, and I'd get everybody to close their worksheets. And I would say, I'm going to summarize everything I taught today into five words. And here they are. I 
get what I vibrate. You could ask me a hundred questions. You know what the answer is? You get what you vibrate, you get what you vibrate. But nobody wants to hear that. So my job is to work backwards. What were you doing that was causing you to send the vibration that caused you to attract that? Yeah. You get what you vibrate. You get what you vibrate. <sighs> it's a beautiful way to close today. You get what you vibrate. And for, again, for anyone who's listening, so go to Michael's website. There's a lot, tons of great information on there. I mean, his books are on there. You can learn more about how to work with him. Um, it will have the link in the show notes below. So you'll know how to find Michael. Before we close out, um, I just want to say thank you. I personally worked with Michael, as I mentioned in the beginning, I think I've said this multiple times and I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> I gotta have Michael back on the show because coming through the pandemic and just the world as it is today, living in zoom boxes, as I like to call them, you know, it's, it's not a surprise that we all have some stuck emotions or quite a few, or maybe yeah. there's some things from childhood that you've wanted to work on. I'm always surprised when I have one more thing that comes up, <laughs> like, it was like, oh, that's interesting. How's that, why is that trying up? But you know what? I don't even care what it is anymore. I just want to work with, you know, someone like Michael to clear it. And Michael's a master at that. It's so fun to watch you work because it's like, you're this, um, I don't know, you're kind of otherworldly, like a super, super computer program. When you sit there and you clear emotions, it's really fun to witness. I, I, it's the most, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, talk about how fulfilling it is for me to do that. You know, in my book, Your Life Purpose, I talk about the purpose of life is joy. So that's the target. And the question is, well, how can I create a strategy to get that met? Well, first, I got to know what fulfills me. So in my book, I talk about identifying fulfillment needs. So I'm going to tell you my top four fulfillment needs, and then we're going to sign up. Number one, attentiveness and attention. Am I good? Did I get that met today? Yes. yes. Number two, influencing people in a positive way. Did I get that met today? Yes. Yes. The next one, intimacy, which means into me see. So was, was the conversation intimate today? No sports, cars, and weather here. And the last one is freedom. Choosing who I want to be interviewed by, choosing the day, choosing the time, all the freedom. So when those four are met, when I can meet those four fulfillment strategies, I create more strategies because I'm selfish enough to want to have joy more. So I do clubhouses, I do Facebook Live, I do all of that to get my needs met. And is that in your life purpose book? Like yes, some... your life purpose book. Yeah. It starts off with a list of 30 needs. And the goal through the book is to surface the top four, just like I said. And then when you know what they are, you can make decisions, right? It's like, nah, that wouldn't work. And now you know why. It's like, I never knew why I never liked that part of the job. Well, because you weren't fulfilled. And at my age, <laughs> fulfillment's more important than anything. Just making sure I love what I'm doing. You know, I used it to choose to say yes to you and say yes to that. And if something doesn't feel right, it's not. And it means I'd be bored. And I'd be bored when I don't get my fulfillment needs met. So beautiful. Michael Logier, thank you for hanging oh, out with please. us today on the Quantum Revenue Expansion Show. Always a pleasure to have you. And we'll have to have you back. How does that sound? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, uh, it's my most delightful thing to do every day. Awesome. Thanks again. Appreciate thank you. you. So thank you. And to our listeners all over the world, we love you. Thanks for hanging out with us. Definitely check out Michael's website, his books. I can tell, I, I can feel into this future space of when you're listening to this and just so much of this probably connected with you today. So take a next step and, um, and reach out, connect with Michael. That's it for this week, everybody. Take care and make this your most epic month yet. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.